Happy anniversary, honey. Thanks, Marvin. I got you a present here. You're so romantic. Go ahead and open it. <laughs> Ooh, such a big package. I know, I know. Oh, uh, it's an ironing board. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed you needed a new one. There will be blood. Oh, you did, did ya? Will not be presented at this time. Uh, where are you going, hon? Oh, I'm just going to the kitchen to get a knife. So we may bring you this peculiar podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. It's love and time. Oh, you gotta love this music, don't you? Fantastic. I, I have I love, all of her records. I love all the music that you play. You've well, exposed me to an enormous amount of music I never would have even knew I loved if it weren't for you. Well, that's very nice of you. And very uh, nice of you to let me expose myself to you like that. <laughs> this yes, music is by, by a woman <laughs> named Rita Lee, which sounds like an adverb. I... Uh, <laughs> I readily walked down the street. No, but right. this woman died at the age of 75, uh, and she's known as Brazil's Queen of Rock. Uh, she started with a, a, a band called Os Mutantes. I don't know what that means. But kind of subversive, anti-authoritarian music, immensely popular in Brazil. It'd be comparable to... Just about any big star you could think of in America, in the United States. Uh, Rita Lee, 75. And one other uh, musical person to mention, Grace Bumbrey, uh, 86 years old. A very famous opera singer. A mezzo-soprano, which which is, I guess I've always related to her, because I'm a mezzo-soprano. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, let me do a little something. Okay. I remember I used to do this on on the radio all the time. Immensely (laughs) stupid. Do you remember this song? Yeah. Eddie Holman, uh, Hey There, Lonely Girl. Yes. Yeah, I I would always tee it up like this. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to do a little number for you right now. I call it Hey There, Lonely Girl, and it goes like this. Hey there. Hang on. Hey there. Here we go. Hey there, lonely girl. Next line. Lonely girl. I got it. I'll send. I'm singing. Yeah. Yeah, you have a great voice. Well, that's very nice of you to say. I can hit those high notes. The range you have. How Mm. do you can so I hang on a second. Ever since he broke your heart. How low can you go? 
Well, let's uh, let me test that one too. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, so uh, is that all you me, got? Enough of me showing off, yeah. Okay, uh, but I mean, uh, how you been? By the way, no, no, we have one more, one more. We gotta talk about Bill Saluga. Do you know who Bill Saluga is? Do I know who Bill Saluga is? <laughs> Do I know who Bill Saluga is? You I remember when the Saluga came to my house, <laughs> bought a piano from me, and never paid me for it. And I said, "Well, I guess I'm going to have to build Saluga again." <laughs> <laughs> no, Bill Saluga passed away uh, at the age of 85 years old. Oh, he was an American sorry. comedian, and he was he was one of the founding members of a, there was an improv comedy uh, group called the Ace Trucking Company. Oh he, yes. yes, 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 yes. And he appeared on several TV shows. He was also on Seinfeld, but he was the guy who would say, "You can call me Ray." Do you remember that? Of course. How did I miss that one? Bill I don't Saluga. know. I don't know, but I just, I'm I remember I'm glad you that. caught it. You yeah. can call me Ray. Gone. Yeah. Oh, well, well. Yeah. I I had an album of the Ace Trek Trucking Company. Oh, you did? Back in my day, I collected every comedy record you could Oh, that's think right. Of. Yeah, Good, yeah, yeah. bad, or ugly. I, I had them all. I don't, I don't have them all anymore. You don't need to keep those things since they're all on YouTube, yeah. but. Yeah, Bill Saluga. Ooh, that's a good yeah. So go. he was in. I was looking up uh, just a little bit more about him because I didn't really know much about the the that uh, improv group. But Fred Willard was in that group. Yeah, um, love him. If you remember Patty Deutsch, she appeared yes. on Match Game all the time. Hilarious lady. Yes, she had prominent um, teeth. I remember. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. she did. So yeah, so you can call me Ray. Bye. Oh, that's great. Great. I'm glad you yeah. threw that in there. I, I like that. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of music, uh, he wasn't a musician, but uh, people ask me all the time, why do you always open these things with people that have croaked? Uh, and I don't, I can't answer that. Except, and and I, just, usually, I usually mention musicians right. or comedians because because there's audio that can support them. Mm -hmm. If, a, you know, a great mathematician or a Nobel Prize winner passes away, that's notable, but it doesn't. Doesn't really work for yeah, our we audio. Got nothing. Yeah. So if you want to make this podcast, <laughs> dear listener, you better take up an instrument right now. Exactly. And, and get a hit record or two. Yeah. Hey, speaking. Um, but speaking of music, as I said, I'm sorry. Do you want to oh, dive yeah, in? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of music, what? Okay. I wanted just. I have a question for you. Did you see the story? I think it was uh, in recent days of the musician, singer, writer Ed Sheeran 
who settled a copyright infringement case <gasps> where his song, Thinking Out Loud, was said to too closely resemble Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. Yes. And they said he was stealing musical elements, chord progressions, that kind of thing. Uh, not being a musician myself, I wouldn't know all of that. But it, they, it basically, it means it sounded too much like the, another song and you ripped them off and now you're going to have to pay some money. So here's Ed Sheeran side by side with Marvin Gaye. You decide. Baby man. Well, maybe. I, it, it's, not, it's not easily demonstrative to me, and apparently not to anybody else uh, who was in charge of settling this case because uh, they decided, nope, you, you, that's not a copyright infringement. Everything's cool. Uh, there have been a lot of these things over the years. I was going to say, there yeah. are a, a lot of these a mu musical plagiarism that yeah, yeah. cases that have gone to court that, that included... Um, Feral, uh, Fer yeah, Feral Robin Williams. Thicke and Feral Williams. Yeah, yeah. another Marvin Kate. Gaye song. Uh, yeah. Gotta give it up. That they, that, right. that, that they say Robin Thicke's song, Blurred Lines, yeah. sounded like that. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, the, the other famous case was George Harrison, uh, who's My Sweet Lord. He recorded that in 1970. Unbelievably, 53 years ago. But that sounded, My Sweet Lord sounded too much like the Chiffon song, He's So Fine from 1963. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. And I think Harrison lost that case. So these cases do come along all the time. But yeah. here's one I've always noted myself. I never heard this ever questioned by anybody else, but it's always just jumped out at me. And that is, this was a huge hit. Norman Greenbong, Spirit in the Sky. And that guitar at the beginning, um, if that doesn't sound like 
ZZ Top ripped it off. For this song of theirs, LaGrange. Very similar. Very similar. In my opinion, I think that could have been copyright deal too. So, so your, anyway, uh, your you question go. about George Harrison, it looks like uh, the case got closed out. Um, they closed the case after an out-of-court settlement deemed that Harrison subconsciously plagiarized yeah. the tune. Well, uh, yeah. And that was in 1998, right before uh, George Harrison died. So oh, 587000 bucks was the final settlement amount. Let that be a lesson to you, kids. Yeah. Come up with your yeah. own music. But here's here's the argument I have. There's only so many notes, right? right. Aren't there so many notes in the, right. in the world? I think the short answer is 12. Only music, mm -hmm. 12 musical notes. But but there's a infinite possibility of other notes that's, like I said, infinite. But the basic notes are it. just 12. And I don't understand and, it. I Music, yeah. just, I don't get it. Yeah. But I, you know, and I, I'm not a musician, believe it or not, even though I have that incredible range of vocally. Yeah. Your voice but, is awesome. But sometimes I'm saying stuff that I've, you know, little phrases or little snippets of, of a witticism or something I throw, I've been using for years and years and years. And then I'll listen to an old comedy record or read a book I hadn't read in years and boom, there it is. There's the phrase or the words or whatever that I've been saying for years, and I didn't remember where, where I heard them from. first. I thought I thought of them, and it turns out I didn't. And so yeah. I'm sure that's what happens to musicians, too. Yeah, Like, George Harrison had to grow up listening to the Chiffons. He's so fine. It got put somewhere in the back recesses of his brain, and he ah, pulled it out yeah. part of, partially as he came to yep. write that song, My Sweet Lord, never intending to rip anybody off. Right. Good Lord, he's one of the Beatles. That was the first number one song, by the way, after the Beatles broke up, was My Sweet Lord. So oh, really? It's huge. But did he uh, consciously try to rip somebody off? I rather doubt it. Uh, he, As well, a former Beatle, he didn't need to. That's true. But you now you're kind of getting into the territory of, but did the guy really mean to kill the other guy? So since he didn't mean to kill the other guy, is he guilty? I didn't mean to, I didn't mean yeah, to kill no, him. No, I think, I think if I was a juror, and believe it or not, in my life, I've never been called for jury duty. Really? Never. That's never astonishing. Once. Maybe they say cash. Oh no, we don't want him on a jury. No, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> He's but, nuts. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that would be an apt defense, Lisa. Uh, if I didn't, I didn't mean, mean to kill, to kill him. the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your honor. Uh, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean what, to stab that big, man 27 times, your honor. What's the big deal? I thought 26 should be enough, but then I kept going. I'm sorry. All right. Case yeah. dismissed. You may leave. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't so, mean to. So, uh, hey, uh, uh, I okay. had a very pleasant visit from uh, some longtime listeners of ours, Surf Dude and his <gasps> wife, Queenie, oh. uh, Mike and Donna Taylor came to town and we had uh, lunch together, my wife and nice. I, and they had a very nice time. Just lovely Did you talk people. about me? Um, we talked mostly about uh, continental drift. And plate tectonics. So it was more of a science-oriented lunch. 
Uh, your name didn't come up. Sorry to say, but uh, it, it was implied anyway. You know they're thinking about you. <laughs> okay, whatever. All right. So what, um, what's going on with okay, you? Okay, so I have a question for you. Yes, and I hope I have an answer for you. How would you feel? <laughs> to be on your own with no direction home like a complete unknown, like a rolling stone? <laughs> that and. I, I anticipated your question. <laughs> I know. So I want to know that, but I okay. also would like to know how would you feel if we get done doing this podcast? Yeah, okay, I feel and good. And Patty, that. okay, oh. listen, and Patty w- walks in the room and says, "Pat, I need I need to talk to you about My something." My wife. Okay. Your Patty, your wife says, "Hey Pat." God, I hate that. What? Oh my God, Lisa! Those, oh, we need both, to talk. Those those words chill me <laughs> to the my core. I want to talk. Why? Has a, why oh. do men hate that phrase? Women love it when when somebody goes, "We need to talk." Women are like, "Yes, finally, we're gonna talk." God, <laughs> my God, freaking! I love talking. Talk to me. And men are like, "Oh Jesus! Oh, oh God!" It's so true. I don't. I can't speak for women, but as a man, yeah, that is just the most. Those. It's like I'm afraid he didn't make it, says the doctor. Those are chilling <laughs> words. But uh, I need to talk to you about something. Oh my God, no! Oh geez, I want a, yeah. a big hole to open up in the floor and for me to fall <laughs> through it. All right. So she's she's walked into the room and says, right. "I need to talk to you." Oh and you're gonna you're gonna man up and stay stick around and say yes, my love of my life. What would you like to chat with me about? By the way, is that a new outfit? That is God. God, you look good today. Uh, yes. She, what is it you wanted to talk about? And she says to you, oh. I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, you are gonna be a father again at your age. Oh, Pat. Ooh, that's intriguing thought. And the reason I'm asking you this is because Yes, I know Robert... why you're asking me this. Okay, tell me. Because Robert De Niro had another kid. At what the age? Um, is he in his 80s? He's 79 years old yeah. and he just so he's welcomed basically. his seventh baby and he's delighted. And all I could think about is would Pat be delighted, not that you're 79, but would Pat be delighted at this stage of his life to know that he has another baby coming? Would you? Well, first of all, uh, if I was as wealthy as Robert De Niro, I could maybe <laughs> justify it. I'm going to leave this kid pretty well off. Uh, I know, but, but he's 79. Yeah. But that's but that's just the financial part of it, the uh, the the father he, part of it, the dad part his, of it. He, he's not going to he, be there for his son's kindergarten graduation, much he, less. He and or, his baby are going to be. He he and his baby are going to be wearing diapers at the same exact time. <laughs> I just well, feel like that'll save a some money. Play- <laughs> Can I use that when you're done with it, Dad? Sure, sure. I feel like some more planning should have got it, but no, they had a baby girl. No, that um, with his girlfriend uh, Tiffany Chen, they had a baby girl. Um, Tiffany is she of the lamp portion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, uh, well, and, oh, you Virginia, know, I don't want to sit in judgment Virginia, of somebody Virginia. else, but but at first blush, I, I think, do. Well, what are you doing? Why are you? I'm to- you're you're not going to be around to raise this child to be a, somebody that your son or daughter can come to and say, Dad, I. I, I got a problem. Can I talk to you? He won't yeah. be there. 
Go to, well, maybe go, it's go not about son. him. Maybe his maybe his girlfriend said, "Listen, I really want to have a baby. You're the only guy that I'm stupping right now. How, what do you think?" You talking to me? Well, yeah, I'm talking to you. You talking to me? I said yes. I am talking to you. You talking to me? Oh, for crying out loud! You really are seventy nine years old, aren't you? Well, who the hell else are you talking? You talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you. Well, I'm the only one here. Jeez, oh, what an idiot! Who the f do you think you're talking? Okay, clean up the language. Oh yeah? Yeah, the kids are here. Huh? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what to think. I mean, I remember the actor Tony Randall had a kid, and I oh, believe God, he was right. he was in his eighties or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and he checked out not not long after the the child was born. Uh, yeah. I think in Tony Randall's case, he he often played rather. Uh, Fay, I should say, uh, he did delicate types of people. So maybe that was to prove, like, yep, I'm a man, all right. Check this <laughs> out. <laughs> That's right. Well, and that's the thing is, you guys can. Um, have babies till you've got one foot in the grave um yeah. and maybe that was the consideration for his girlfriend who we we don't have that luxury they, we have very much have a deadline there's a deadline to hit and then it's over and you know now you've got I, about as many eggs left as a bankrupt farm you know at some point i got nothing i'm out i am out and you know, I like to say, people say to me, because they assume I have children, and they say, so, um, do you have any kids? And I go, none that I know of. Har, har. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, I, uh, so, yeah, I, do, let me ask you this. Did, do, mm -hmm. do you regret that you didn't have any kids? Is that something you wa ever wanted, or did you ever think oh, about Oh, God, no. I don't like children. <laughs> I do not like <laughs> That's children. not true. I don't like children. No, I'm very particular about the children that I do like. But, you know, I I was married for a while, but uh, I, I just it wasn't that I consciously decided not to. I just was never lucky enough to have children. Um, it just never happened in my marriage. And so you did I, want children. I think if you I think we were yeah. I think we were doing all the right things, but for some reason it just didn't result in a child. So, um, well, for me, now, grow, for me, for me growing but, up but doing the right. Yeah, doing the right thing to my mom when I would ask her about it was, well, you have to meet someone first and then kiss them. <laughs> that's how you were. But, that's how I was born, Lisa. Apparently, her oh. and my old man kissed a lot. <laughs> okay. And she kept telling me that well into my teens. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just and then I got to a point where I thought, uh, you know what? There. I, I'm kind of glad that I don't. There's there's a part of me that does wonder who the hell's going to take care of me in the next yeah. few years. But I'm hoping you and Patty are going to just handle that for me because you know yeah, you know. you kind of rely on your children to do that. And so, yeah, got, but it's we been... got a lot. We got a lot on our plate right now, Lisa. Uh, <laughs> boy, can I get back to you about that? Yeah, this reminds me of the time that I asked you if you would take my dogs if I died. That's exactly yes. the same thing you said to me. I don't know what I, my answer was at the time, but the you answer said now is the exact is, same thing. What did I say? No. You, what you just said. No, we've got a lot on our plate right now. Oh, we got a lot on our dog dish right now. 
Well, I mean, we think about getting another dog every day. We must have this conversation you over do? and over. But I have oh, to tell you. I'm so excited. Well, well, now, now just wait, wait a second on this. Uh, oh. I am exceedingly partial to English Springer Spaniels, as you know. It's really the only dogs we've had. I think they're the greatest dogs in the world. Everybody's gets uh, prejudicial about their particular breed of dog that they have or like. I that's, love Cocker uh, Spaniels. Yep. And and they're related. You know, our, they're both Spaniels. Uh, right. Mine and but yours. Mine are but, cuter. Mine are way cuter. Uh, see, I don't think so. I I, think, <laughs> I just don't think there's a cuter dog. And and I'm and it drives me. Not, and, and I'm now I'm I'm going to boycott the Westminster Dog Show because not oh. only do Springers not win, but they're never even in the running. I'm thinking, what's the matter with you people? Why would you want this Shih Tzu or this this uh, homely looking bloodhound? Why is that a better looking dog than a Springer Spaniel? It's not. It they're not competing. They're competing within their breed. They're not competing against each other. Oh, that's so not true. That's no. It is true. It's very true. Gra- there's finally a winner, a top dog of all. I of the understand. I understand. But let me explain this. What they're measuring them against is the breed standard. So you've got all these dogs. They're different breeds. Is the bloodhound the perfect specimen of the bloodhound breed? How close is that. he to the standard? That. So that's all they're measuring them against. And if your Springer Spaniel, they're like, well, his eyes are a little too crooked. <laughs> His tail doesn't quite what's the, go the what's way. What's the matter with my dog's eyes? What's the matter with it? Come here, Marty Feldman. Come here, come here. Down, boy, down. His, his tail's like off to the left a little. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't quite measure to the breed standard. So there, that is why the bloodhound would win. Not because the bloodhound's no. cuter than the Springer Spaniels, because the bloodhound is closer to the bloodhound standard of that breed. Okay, okay but that so. still doesn't answer the question what? of why the Springer Spaniel <laughs> is always on the outside looking in on these so-called It just dog did answer shows. that question. Don't be mad at the dog shows. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm furious at the dog. I'm never watching another dog show again. How come they don't do- have cat shows, by the way? They do. How come oh, they, they don't have, have shows? ferret shows? They have they have cat shows. Why don't the they have rattlesnake shows? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Nah, I, I guess the that. rattlesnakes would be hard to to make them run uh, in the in the circle <laughs> and like sit. Yeah. sit. Sit. <laughs> I'm already sitting. Oh, that's right. I know. I'm lying down. I can't All sit. Right. Well, so wait, you're gonna get a puppy? No, no, we we just talk about it every day, and then we 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 get to the point where we're coming up with names. We've decided now that if we get another male dog, we like Henry a lot. Henry, oh, that's a great name. Or Hank, yeah, wouldn't that, that's a great. Henry's that. a great name. Yeah. That's kind of a trend now that people are naming their their pets with human names now instead of Spot or Rover or you know Goldie yeah, yeah. or whatever. Um, a friend of mine. A friend of mine has a cat named Kevin, which <laughs> see, how, that, awesome. that made me laugh when I heard it too. I don't know why it makes me laugh. Kevin, come here, Kevin. I, it I dated funny a guy. For a cat. A, I dated a guy with a dog named Gary. What's your dog's yeah. name? Gary. I love it's Gary. That. I do too. Gary Indiana. Gary Indiana. Gary Indiana. Let me say it once again.
So what names have you come up with? Well, Just Henry, Henry and Henry, Hank. Henry's high on the list. I broke your toys this morning, Henry rode your board right in the dust. I stand on the corner of Broadway. I'll scream up scope. The tendency is not only for uh, human names, Lisa, as you said, but also older names. Uh, you know, Wilbur, uh, uh, Hen- Henry, like I Clarence. I had a dog. I had a dog named Hildegard, which I just Ooh. loved. That. I thought yeah. that was such a great name, Hildegard. In case uh, so. youngsters are listening, uh, increasingly <laughs> there aren't any old people oh. listening. Uh, right. There was a very famous performer in, I- I'd say, the late forties, fifties named Hildegard. Did you ever hear of her? Mm -mm. My mom used to keep diaries. It was something like, October 12th, Larry and I went to see Hildegard downtown Chicago. And Hildegard, this was Hildegard. Darling, je vous aime beaucoup. Je ne sais pas what to do. Vous avez completely stolen my heart. It was, she was a, probably just a product of the times, mm-hmm. but uh, very flamboyant and people liked her and she didn't really have any particular talents. Uh, but I remember she was on uh, talk shows a lot. She was always a good talk show guest because she said outrageous things. Mm-hmm. So it'd be up to you to bring the name Hildegard back again. Yeah. Since your friend okay. probably doesn't. I love you so, I do, oh, I do love you. Hey, I was talking to my brother. This is my youngest brother, Terry, who's 10 years younger than me. He's angling to retire this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, For many years, he has been uh, in the... uh, I guess you'd call it, well, he started out kind of in the banquet business. You know, those people that when you're going to have an auction or a big convention, the folks yeah. that plan the menus, uh, get the food prepared, uh, they're people you talk to that you you say, well, we're going to have our live auction at eight o'clock. We'd like the, you know, the salads down before the guests arrived, and then right. we'll have you serve the food at 820, and, you know, all that. so it's all in, it's all a planning role as much as anything. Well, he does this now and has for years for the for the school district that uh, that I live in. It's a pretty big, you know, 13,000 or more kids in this thing. And he's done it well and he's done it capably for many years. And now he's going to retire at the end of this year. And he's still a pretty young man, so it'll be cool for him. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were talking about various things. And I was remembering uh, when I was probably just out of high school and still in college. And then maybe a year or two after college, you know, I I would work out in the woods or I had a grocery store job as well. But then I would uh, do various kinds of stupid things. I never outgrew the stupidness. (laughs) That's a surprise. And so I got obsessed. Even in high school, my friend and I, we would go to Portland, Oregon, and we'd go to a costume store. They didn't have anything like that here. So we'd go to Portland, and we'd buy Halloween masks. The 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 grosser, the better. <laughs> and then we'd just come back to this little town and drive around town in our Halloween masks. 
<laughs> just waiting for people to react to them. And uh, and then and then later we started wearing Santa outfits in the summertime. <laughs> I loved Santa in the summer. Looked so incongruous. I made me laugh. Yeah. We got a Smokey the Bear outfit, and we wore that around town just to see people's reactions. And then I got a gorilla outfit one time, and I think I told you about this. Yeah, I a big full scale gorilla suit, and I thought it'd be funny to to fall off a bridge into the river as a gorilla. <laughs> I gotta get, tell the story again. Well, Just it's it. not much more to tell except that I didn't calculate <laughs> how much I would weigh when I in a gorilla suit when I got into a river. What an idiot! Yeah, I almost drowned. They had to pull Jeez. me. Two guys had to pull me out. Oh my god! Yeah, it's really stupid. So I was oh. talking to my brother Terry about this phenomenon, and he told me that uh, as a food guy, this was up in the Tacoma area, Cloverdale School District. He would go and make appearances at schools to promote nutrition and that kind of thing. And one time he had to put on a, an apple costume. He was dressed as an apple. Oh. And uh, he looked like he was auditioning for a Fruit of the Loom commercial. Oh, yeah. I remember those guys. And he they... said he, he would be driving. He was driving to make this appearance at a school. And he had the apple costume on in his car. No other change of clothes. And, of course, predictably, his car okay. broke down or he ran okay, out of, of gas course. or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he just told me about him having to walk along the side of the road, <laughs> trying to hitchhike or get help as an apple. And uh, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he would have gotten a better response if he was a vegetable of some kind. Maybe a carrot. But he couldn't get anybody to help him out as an apple. But my point was that I realized as we've seen this news of recent uh, months, stupid stuff like that, the stupid stuff I used to do regularly today could easily get me shot. I mean, if you, oh. if I walked up to your door dressed as Santa Claus or a gorilla, assuming you might have a gun, you, you probably wouldn't come to the door. You'd look through the pee hole. Oh no. I'm not, I'm not letting that gorilla in, but I mean, a, a, a simple, silly little now, stunt. Now, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I have a very boring life. I might go, hey, there's a gorilla. Come on in. Let's have a martini. <laughs> well, yeah, you see, but that's because you're more understanding or perhaps desperate would be a better word. Desperate's but, a great word. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I want to want a banana daiquiri. Come on in. <laughs> No, but you're right. Yeah. You're right. I think these days you just can't be gallivanting around being weird. You will get shot. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a sad thing to say. We can't. Everybody's so uptight nowadays. Mm -hmm. What you used to think was just funny or whimsical now could be considered potentially criminal or threatening in mm -hmm. some way. And uh, yeah. it's it's a I remember I had I had a Nixon mask. And this was probably 1973, Nixon's in Watergate trouble mm -hmm. and all of that. So I, I had this Nixon mask. So I dressed up in a suit, put the Nixon mask on, and I got a friend who had a convertible. I <laughs> sat up on the back of the convertible. Oh my we God. got these two babes to sit next to me and then a guy that was driving the car. And then I got two mo guys on motorcycles to drive in front. And so it became like a mini motorcade and we drove all over town and they had this big celebration 
here in Bend, Oregon, and down at it was summertime. There's a big park where they do all kinds of celebrating, and they have booths, and they have musical acts and all of that. And so we drove our car right through the park and where I'm, you know, doing the old two-finger Nixon victory yeah. thing. And people were throwing things at me, bottles oh. and other kinds <laughs> of stuff. And I thought, well, I was lucky to get out of that. But if I did something like that, to, let's say I put a Trump mask on or a Biden okay. mask for that matter and drove around as in a motorcade through town, what would yeah. happen? Could I get shot by somebody? Very possibly. You don't these days have to put on any mask to get shot. You no, just get shot. I mean, I I know this seems a little, um, I don't know what the word is, macabre, but I do believe that's how I'm going out. I just really believe that. Wearing I'm, a Nixon mask? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she yeah. looks nothing like herself. <laughs> Wearing a Trump mask. So, I don't know. Anyway, well, anyway so. I don't. That's all I got to say about that. Except, okay. think twice, ladies and gentlemen, especially you, you whippersnappers. Yeah. Uh, there's a modern word for you, whippersnapper. Uh, mm-hmm. Think about what you're doing. Here's another uh, idea, by the way. Employment advice I would pass along to anybody these days. Maybe nobody's doing this anymore. But every time I had a job and you had a desk, you know, you'd bring pictures from home. You'd put your wife, your kids on your desk, uh, little novelty things that you thought were funny, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. Your coat would be hanging off the back of your chair. Uh, But I learned as I began my career of getting fired far (laughs) too many times from various jobs. (laughs) I finally learned that when you get a new job, don't bring anything but the clothes you're wearing to work. (laughs) Don't bring anything. So what do you mean? when they fire you, you can be gone. You don't. I, one oh. time when I got fired from a radio show, yeah. I had to come back at night. We were a morning show. I got fired. Yeah. I came back that night because I had literally hundreds of uh, music CDs and yeah. other other kinds of artifacts and things that I had mm-hmm. to pack up in boxes. Nothing's more <laughs> humiliating. And you've seen it done in movies and TV shows. Everybody's yep. had the experience where you got to walk, do the walk of shame. With your box. Every, nobody knows what to say to you. You can see them peeling away when they see you coming because yep. they don't want to talk to you because they don't think they have anything to say. And yep. it's just, it's awful. So if you get a new job today, tomorrow, whenever, do the best job you can, but do not invest any of your personal effects uh, into that workplace. That way, when they say... We're not going to be needing your services anymore. You can be gone in your car and down the road. That's so super inspirational of you, Pat. You should be a career counselor. Well, I mean, I think you can take some stuff with you. Uh, Toilet paper, stationery, you know, classified documents, things that you think are yours anyway. But otherwise, don't bring stuff to work. That is my public service announcement. You're absolutely right, Lisa. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, can I uh, ask you something? You asked me a question. I'm going to ask you a question. You and I, when we don't, aren't doing a podcast, we still stay in touch. Rarely do we make phone calls to each other, although sometimes we do. But mm-hmm. we text each other a lot or mm-hmm. send emails. Mm-hmm. And um, you sent me one the other day. A text a, or an email? 
it's it was a text. You're the one who usually proposes what day uh, in your schedule is available that we can oh. record these podcasts. Right. And so that's one of the reasons we text back and forth. And because you're pretty busy, and uh, my schedule, uh, let's just say, is more flexible. But uh, so I'm, you agree I'm that pretty, we... I'm pretty busy, and you're pretty important. So that sometimes makes it difficult yeah, to get. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so you said out of the blue, out of the blue. I didn't ask you this question. You just said, and I'm reading from your text. I hope I can do that. Without... Um, yeah, you'll have to remind me. I don't know what text. Okay, you're here it is. I'm going to read but... it. If you hate it. If you don't want this on the podcast, I will edit it out. And I know I say that a lot, but I really will edit this out. Lord knows what I texted you. Was it it before I had a martini or after, do you suppose? I'm guessing you're down about three martinis. (laughs) I'm guessing. I can't wait to hear what I texted you. There is one uh, uh, adjective you use, or perhaps it's a gerund, that I will not uh, say as written. Oh, okay. Just because, you know, I'm. I'm a prude, but here, here is, this is otherwise uh, verbatim what you wrote me. I am talking to some of the stupidest men in the universe on this dating site. I'm having a really hard time not messing with them. And then, and then Trump style, this is all in caps, this last sentence. God. They are frigging dumb as a bag of hair. <laughs> I remember that now. Well, oh my god, and Pat! You told, and you told me about one guy that that you said uh, he wasn't that he was dumb so much as that he had, yeah, uh, he had this to, habit I, of uh, licking smacked, a lot. Yeah, he smacked his his teeth up, but or his mouth up, but. I have to tell you, I it occurred to me that if you want to know why America is in so much trouble, just hang out on a dating site for a while, and that will explain everything to you. It is just I I'm try I'm trying Pat to dig through the dirt to find the gold. I'm trying, I'm trying to dig. That's through. because you just haven't found the right guy yet on the phone. Let us. Let us recreate one of those for the <laughs> no. listeners and for you right now. No, okay? no. Oh, God. No, I can't. Okay. Let's say no, you no, just I hooked can't. up with, let's call him Jared. We don't know. have to know his last name. Jared. No, just, okay, Jared. Okay, Jared is, all you know about him, you've had a blurry picture of him. Wait, am I going to be Jared or are you no, going to no. be Jared? You're you and I'll be Jared. Oh, okay. And you have to talk to Jared. Okay. Okay. So okay. We, now we, we didn't plan this. This is I'm just making this up. I know. Uh, I don't know I what know you're you, going to do here. I know you can. But, so pretend like it's a okay. real call from a Jared, and you've just okay, okay, okay. initiated okay. the phone okay. call. Okay. okay. Hey, um, Jared. Um, hi. Sorry. Let me turn the echo off. <laughs> hi. Sorry about the echo. That's okay. Uh, sometimes that, was... that turns checks off right away, but uh, yeah, no, I hope that was give fine. Me a chance here. Uh, absolutely, it's nice to finally talk, hear your voice. Yeah, sure um, is. I, I, I know we've messaged a lot uh, back and forth. So, um, how long have you been uh, single, Jerry? I'm finishing a waffle. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay. I, uh, I've been single. I have always been single now to think about it. <laughs> You're the first woman I've talked to in about four years. If you don't count my mom. She yells, she yells down into the basement sometimes to see how I'm doing. So what kind of hobbies do you have, Jared? What do you like to do? Uh, I like to collect insects. Not living ones. I kill them first, and then I pin them to these boards I have down in the basement. And I, I got myself a daddy long legs the other day. It's really cool. What I did wow. in the case of the daddy long legs, I pulled all of his legs off. So now it's, I just have a dot. What um, what's your idea of of a perfect first date? What what? Hang, what, hang on a second, Lisa. Mom, I'm on the phone. <laughs> I'm on the phone. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. What? What? Uh, uh, what would be an ideal first date in your mind? What would you like to? What would be fun for you? I think it'd be kind of fun to go go to a movie. Oh. I, I like movies. I love movies. Yeah, I like older movies. Do you like old movies? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I like. I like. Have you ever movies. seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre? <laughs> yes, I have seen that one. Is that your favorite movie? Uh, yeah, I just thought it'd be a good first date movie. I, yeah, I like it. It's good. It's well, one of those I movies you always see something new. Every time you watch it, you think, oh, I've seen this before. And then you'll see, like, you'll notice little things like, oh, oh, that was a hunting knife. Um, <clears throat> do you have any children, Jared? <clears throat> I heard a girl one time say, not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I, uh, I didn't get that when she said it. But uh, no, I don't have any uh, kids, but I hang around with kids a lot. Oh. I, I get my kid fixed down the schoolyard. It's just down the street here. Do you have? I'm afraid to ask this, but do you have any pets? Do you like? Do you like dogs? Are you? A, yeah, you, I like dogs. You do? Oh, yeah. good. Because I I have dogs. I have two dogs. Oh. What kind are they? They're cocker spaniels. Oh yeah. And um. I really like them. I really oh, like those. You do. Oh, good. Because I, I really want to date somebody that likes dogs. I don't really want to. I, I like Cocker Spaniels okay, but I mean, if, you, if you're talking about food, you got to go with the dachshund every time. Wait, what? I mean, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't purposely kill a dog, but if I saw one run over on the side of the road, I'd think, wow, it shouldn't go to waste, you know? I gotta go. Is, yeah, I gotta go too. Okay. <laughs> it's nice to meet you, weirdo. You too. I'll turn the echo back on. Yeah. <laughs> That is what I'm dealing with. That 
right? You nailed it. How did you know? Uh, well, that's what it is. Because of the note that you sent me. <laughs> and I'll so, I, I shouldn't have to read it again, but you basically said, I'm talking to some of the T-H-E capitalized stupidest men in the universe <laughs> on this dating site. Now, are you just talking to them on the phone, or do you are you this yes. is a video thing? No, I'm text. So it's either yeah, it's it's either texting, uh, messaging, typing, or a phone well, call or a video call. It sounds all to three. me like you've got the wrong dating site, Lisa. I mean, they, they should all the, you should be hitting a few You're diamonds. Right. You? You're right. I'm on stupidmen.com. What the hell was I thinking? Well, there you go. Anyway, so I did have a, I had a really good, um, I actually had a a video date with a very handsome man. He was very interesting. He sounded handsome. No, he looked handsome. Oh, I thought you said you didn't see him. No, he was on a video date. So that was the guy, that was the guy I texted you. And you know, he was handsome too on the thing. He looked like his pictures, but he kept smacking his mouth. He, every, every time he talked and I was thinking, I can't sit through five minutes of this, much less a lifetime with this man. And so- Maybe, maybe I, he just wanted to take you out for a bowl of soup. I don't know. But I, I thought, well, I don't know. Maybe he's nervous and his mouth is dry or something. But yeah, I'm yeah, thinking, yeah. I I don't care. I can't. I just couldn't. And I feel terrible that it's a small thing, annoying thing like that, that, um, that I just would have to break up with him and go, I just, I didn't feel a spark- is what you, I guess I, that's what I said. I just didn't, because he wanted to take me out for coffee. And I thought, oh my God, no, I so, can't so, sit across so the So do table. you have to say, let me think about it, or do you do you turn them away right at that time? Um, I'm kind of a wiener, and I say, let me get back to you. And then I text them or something and say, I'm just not feeling a connection. I'm sorry. Ooh. <laughs> do you get a reply from that? Like, do they say? Sometimes. Oh, oh, that's it, huh? Yes. Well, I know where you live. (laughs) I'm going to make your life a living hell. They don't know where I live. Don't say that. They can find out. No, don't say that. They wouldn't do that. No, some of them are really fine, and they're like, thank you for at least saying, and the other, I've gotten some really jackass comments back, like they would, you know, make a rude or crude comment about me because they're clearly I hurt their precious little male ego by that will save the day, right? Okay, well after what you just said and what you just called me, I'm having yeah. second thoughts. Maybe we should go out together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sound like an interesting okay. personality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've convinced me. So anyway, so that's it. I just I totally forgot I sent that text to you. <laughs> well thank I'm you. Good. I like knowing what's going on. I know. And now it is time for our closing jokes, Miss Foster. A guy's in the military, and he had a colonel named Fat Ass Johnson. That (laughs) wasn't his. Can you just stop there? Because that's just the best. (laughs) (laughs) They had a colonel named Fat Ass Johnson. Now that wasn't his real name. Okay. But they called him Fat Ass Johnson. Behind his back, right? Behind his back. Never do his uh, back. Okay. Got it. But this particular guy in the military, he's a private. Uh, he called him Fat Ass Johnson one day on the phone. Ooh. 
here's how it happened. He was working in the motor pool, and that, that's where they keep trucks and jeeps and, you know, military vehicles and that kind of thing. The phone rings. I'm going to go back to my device here. Okay. Really, this thing has really turned out to be a real boon for this podcast. And, and when people are kind enough to send us money, uh, it's going toward the purchase of things like this, which I bought for $8 at a... Uh, at a secondhand store, and, and it's, it's paid for itself many, many times, as it you has. know. Yes. Echo. Okay. Okay. This is him. so. Here he is on the phone. Okay. Uh, the phone rings, and the sign, the sign says on the on the private's desk, recruits do not answer phone. But I, okay. I but the guy didn't know what a recruit was, so he went ahead and answered the phone, and okay. this voice on the other end of the phone said, "Soldier." What vehicles have you got available today? <laughs> so the guy said, well, I got six trucks, seven Jeeps, uh, an armored car, a half track, and I also got fat-ass Johnson's command car. <laughs> Do you have any idea who you're talking to? Uh, no, sir. This is Colonel Johnson. Oh. Hey, Colonel, do you have any idea who you're talking to? No. Bye, fat ass. to Peculiar Podcast. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.